STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Waiting for you to come out of the closet. Why don't you just spill my coffee all over the place? What? Oh, that's good. I'm glad I went and got that for you. Well, you only filled it up halfway. The machine so that was an issue. filled it up halfway. Let's throw this in yours. I bet yours got a full coffee. Get your spugazi. Did that, yours get a full coffee? No, but I got a real man's cup. Look at the size of this thing. My big cock cup compared to your kindergarten cup there. Yeah, and yours is almost full. No, so it's So you took the time full. to actually fill yours up. No, it's the same dispense. Dispense? Dispense. The machine dispense is the same. You got your poser video game mug, and I got my adult size mug. Your generic. My massive. Dollar store mug. It compensates for my small cock. I got a big cup. You ready to start this thing or yeah. what? Holy. Let's go. Let's hear these great topics you got. Nothing. Nothing. I got to apologize for another dud of a show last week. Because uh, it was fake. <laughs> no, it's because you were asleep. There was no conversation. You were you asleep. came with notes about ridiculous stuff. Outrageous. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, let me do it. Audio checker. Just don't worry about it. Clean up later. Well, I got to stand here. It's gross. What do you got, a page of notes? Calm down. Yeah, I have stuff oh. that we've been doing. I don't know what we've been doing. Yeah, but let's hear your, let's hear your um, masterful conversation. Let's go. Start it up. Well, start with these notes. What, are we going again? Well, yeah, we can go and see what happens. Are you sure? I'm ready. Are you sure it's going, though, and not chopping off half I of the conversation? I don't know what happened last week with the Tom Petty. Was that last week he died? Well, that's the week we talked about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. How, well, apparently I only got cut off, so I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know what happened. I know what happened. Well, we're lucky any of it re recorded, actually. You stopped the check level. Right. Which is crazy. You went to that depth of... And then, I don't know, you didn't start it again. Mm. No, I did. You know what probably happened? Something got shifted when I had to add the stupid in-show promo. No. Oh, from your edit point? From yeah. where you paused it? Probably. That's why we don't edit. I got a text from Mrs. Q-Dog. Uh-oh. Saying, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. A text? Yeah. How'd she get your number? I don't know. I thought she got it off of Eric. Hmm. Questionable. <laughs> what else is going on behind yeah. the scenes there? Well, I'm assuming it was her because it said Mrs. Q-Dog. A text? Yeah. But she knew we were working. So you were probably communicating through Twitter. Hmm. That's true. Because yeah. that's how you talk now is through Twitter and not your co-worker in person 
I well, get, I get Twitter messages from you, even though you're two feet away. I have de- been developing my psychic abilities, so I can project myself into your dream state, and that way we can communicate during a shift. Uh, so that's something I'm working on. It's like Doctor Strange stuff. Mm, I haven't seen that yet. That's yeah, okay. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Hmm. Maybe when I'm done Ozark. Because I'm only seven. I think I got three or four episodes left of Ozark. Doctor one, Strange would have been a good what? one to see in the theater in the 3D action, no, which I know you, you know, refuse. 3D is ridiculous. But they really played the uh, you know the depth of field stuff really good with that. Mm. You know, he's projecting all of his uh, all the stuff. No, it would have made me nauseated. Nauseating, nauseated. Well, I'm used to that feeling from sitting aside you. Hey, why don't we do something different? What does that tell mean? the new folks what they're listening to. Fuck the new folks. I don't want any new listeners. What do you mean nauseated? Do the tell people what we are for Christ's sakes. Go right ahead. Take the lead. You got one job. Take the lead. You I got, got job. I got multiple hats that I wear for this show. Well, okay, I'll go Joe style. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. A uh, a free form, free thought, conversational podcast that can go just about anywhere. We'd love to tell you what's coming up, but we don't know. I have uh, a few ideas. We do because you got page notes. No, I don't have page as notes. Always. Joe has a zero page note in front of him. Yeah, because take a page from Joe Rogan. They just sit and talk. Uh, I will and never go, talk. It, take and a they page. go anywhere. Oh my God! Yeah, I want to hear Joe Rogan wax poetic about uh, the migration patterns of the Canadian wolf, because he's an expert apparently on that. Well, he is a hunter. Oh yeah. So he probably has a little bit of knowledge on it. So we have to for an hour listen to no, him talk would, about Yeah. It wouldn't be an hour. It would be like that's where the conversation was. And then from that point they would somehow talk about uh uh something about dietary show or something about some medical advancement and technology and, and oh health human God. care to automobile uh <laughs> cars to something. Yeah, you're right. He goes on and on and on and then his his dummy balloon eared buddies across the table just go, Yeah, yeah, really? Oh my god, Joe. You're so smart. On and on and on he goes. This is when he's talking to a scientist or to someone else. It's it doesn't it's it's not just the same people at the table. Don't listen to that crap. If you want a professional podcast, listen to listen to uh, WTF. I don't know why you stopped uh, Mark Man. Because he's for the most part boring. Nope. Don't think so. Yes, he is. I, I just listened this morning. He had uh, Elliot Gould on, so that's interesting. Woo. Yeah. All the seventy-year-olds tuned in to listen to that Hollywood bad boy. You know, he got he got blacklisted for a while there. <laughs> Yeah? There you go. No, I'm just not into uh, Marin as much nowadays. I've shifted over to uh, more principal uh, podcasts. What? 
More principal? Yeah. What, the, what does that mean? You know it's what that means. More pretentious is what it means. I'm more pretentious podcast listener now. Jesus Christ. The problem with WTF. If I was pretentious, I'd be listening to people like Marin. Was he keeping you awake? Was that the problem? Because I know you prefer to listen to something that no, you can... I've just been lately listening to, uh, honestly, my favorite podcast to check out are uh, uh, the two guys from uh, Mexico, Polykill Podcast. That's your favorite? It's one of my favorites. You haven't even listened to the last two episodes? Yeah, I'm up to date, always. Hmm. So Polykill from uh, Albur- Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, uh, I'm tired. Hold on. Uh, Video Game Dads podcast is excellent. And uh, Masters of Unlocking. Another great podcast. I'm jealous of how those guys can just seem to go on about... uh, Well, obviously, VG is... uh, Super intellectual about video games, so I wish I had half of his knowledge, and uh, even one twentieth of his collection. So what are you trying to say about Caleb then? Uh, well, even Caleb admits he's not as uh, smart as VG. Really? Yeah. They have uh, who's smarter contests? No. Hmm. They just uh, talk. I wonder if they have trivia like we do. Uh, no, because they know that's not very entertaining, especially when it's fixed and rigged and unfair for one other person. I think it's very entertaining. You should see the next round of trivia coming. Well, you can do that with a guest host. No, no. Joe Trivia. You know, P2 says we should do uh, Joe Thello. Joe Thello Trivia. Why? When I haven't even read the book in years. Um... You know, I was a big fan of Shakespeare in high school. Yeah. I used to read it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, should have stuck. I haven't, been, haven't been in high school for uh, quite a few years. Uh, Enough for the boring trivia contest. All right. So what have you been up to? Go there, big page partner. Notes. What have you been up to? I'm I don't have notes. Curb your enthusiasm. I don't I'm have notes. Star Trek on there. Calm down. This conversation, we're trying to get a conversation started with what Joe's been up to. Often. I've been spending money because that's what you like the best. You love it when I'm buying shit thrifting. You have been spending money. And in retail, as seen in our latest pickup video on our YouTube channel. No, first time in retail. Start to continue. Yeah, grab the uh, Sierra um, uh, King's Quest. Release for the PS4. Rare. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm sure. You're a big Sierra fan now. Well, I always used to play Sierra back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah. Please, you started... Police Quest, f- Space Quest, no. King's Quest. You became a big Sierra fan when you watched the uh, Metal Jesus Rocks oh. video on it, and suddenly suddenly Joe's a big Sierra fan. Oh, really? Fan. Now my... Uh, Here we go. My uh, passion for it. <laughs> and then you saw what I grabbed today. I grabbed... Um, Another four Lord of the Rings books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from 1966 this time, I think it said. Some paperbacks. 
Lord of the Rings. Yes. Because you're, you know, well, one doesn't matter if they're paperback or hardback. No, you're wearing out your current copies, right? With the reading every no, four years. No, I haven't years. read them every four so years. So you got to get some new ones in there. I don't read those original ones. I have. Hmm. I've got. Uh, I bought the newer ones when the movies came out. So those are my now. Those are my reading ones. And what is the elfin bread called? That the. Uh, it's called Lembus bread. Fucking bitch. <laughs> With, I can't. Your, with your super tough and retarded trivia. No. I, I cannot believe you bought more Lord of the Rings books. Yeah, You're, so now I've got one. I've got three hard covers that are gold leaf. I got my original set. I got the movie set. What do you mean I've the movie set? I've got another set. The movie set of books? Yeah, when the movies came out, I bought. The novelization of the movies? Someone did that? No, they just changed the covers. Oh, and you had to get that. Yeah, different covers. So those ones and then the ones I picked up. So I've got five different sets of Lord of the Rings books. And then I grabbed the Blu-ray uh, the Blu-ray movies. Do you remember all the belly aching you were doing about your shelf space in your collection? My You're Lord of the Rings is getting designated to one shelf already. <laughs> you must be a big Lord of the Rings fan. Do you read them quite a bit? No. Every just four years? Every four years, right? Hmm. I did read them every four years until uh, quite a while ago. You should do some reading. Now, funny you mention that. I was at uh, mm. the old Value Village, uh, and I looked through the book section just briefly in case there was something there that was interesting. And uh, I saw a Michael Crichton book there, which I didn't recognize. And uh, I was a big Michael Crichton fan. Back in the day, I read all the Michael Crichton novels all the time, every two years. In fact, that's what kicked me out of my Stephen King mode was getting into Michael Crichton. Mm -hmm. I loved how analytical and scientific he'd get. Anyways, this is a book. It looked brand new. I opened up to, like, the masthead or the copyright info, and it was from 2017. It was called... I can't remember exactly what, something about dinosaur, dinosaur bites or dinosaur teeth or, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a brand new book, it's brand new. Now Michael Crichton has, has left this plane of existence, what, 13 years ago? 10 years ago? I don't Probably know. 10 years ago he's been dead and now this new book's come out. So I looked it up quick on the phone. Turns out the uh, the family has released it. They found like a pile of notes, and this was an unfinished book that they somehow finished off and published. So, what is Joe's thoughts? So I want to know what it's called. What is Joe's thoughts on uh, families releasing material posthumously? Of, First uh, off, I want to ask you, how do you spell Crichton? <laughs> Why? Because I want to know if you know how to spell it. Yeah. Don't look at my page that I wrote it down on. <laughs> Why would you write it down? Show note. Well, I can't. How know, do you spell I Crichton? To, I need to write big, to... Uh, big Michael Crichton fan. <laughs> yeah. C-R. Yeah. I. You sure? Uh, you sure it's I? Yeah. I don't know. Why? Tell me. No. Show me, no. big shot. C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. E. Mm. Okay. Did you look that up? 
No, I Maybe know. Maybe you're wrong. I know because I read. Maybe you're wrong. Um, would you ask me? What do I think about families doing that? I'm okay with that because uh, a book that, a series that I've gone through three times already and still haven't finished it, um, the I'm Robert Jordan Wheel of Time series, he actually passed away before he finished the last two books. Explain to me that statement before you get going too far. What? A series I've gone through two or three times, but I haven't yet finished. Yes, because <laughs> it's much like what they were worried about with um, fucking Dragon Show on TV. Yeah, but how did Game you of Thrones. get through them a couple times, but not actually Listen, read them all? These Each of these books are about five to 600 pages. And now that the series is done, there's 14 books in it. So I would start at, uh, it's called the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. So when I started reading book one, he was about seven, six or seven books in. So I would read one, get caught up to where he was, and then have to wait for him to release the next book, which would be about another year, year and a half later. So then I would maybe start the latest book that would come out, or maybe I didn't have time and wait, so I would start and forget where things had happened, so I'd start over from book one again, get caught up, read the latest book, then have to wait like another two years for him to release another book. So in the span of him, up to him passing away, I read the series three times, but then I've stopped, I've since stopped at book 10, so I need to finish off uh, the last two or three books, which the last two books were uh, written based upon his notes. They brought in a fairly uh, fan-approved author who's done something along that lines as well. Uh, Brandon Sanderson came in and wrote the last, uh, I believe it was two books, based on what his notes were and what his take was on where he wanted it to go. So I'm okay with it if it's okay to finish the series. Hmm. So you've read it, read the series several times over, right? Eh? No. You're pretty well versed in it. What's the name of it again? <laughs> uh, it's called the Wheel of Time Wheel series. Wheel of Time, so, okay. Wheel of Time, Wheel of Time, Wheel of Time. going to have to remember Why don't you actually read the fucking good series instead of going and pulling trivia off the internet? Well. And then quiz me on that stuff. I have to read an read entire a, let's series. Let's start our book club and start reading Wheel of Time. No, that sounds awful. It is a fantastic Wheel series. Of time. Anyway, uh, well, the reviews I read about this Michael Crichton book, uh, they, they're they jaded because they know it's it's a posthumous release, but they, they said they could clearly see where his notes dried up and the story would just kind of clunk to an end and have to pick up somewhere else. And oh. characters didn't get you know, properly rounded off and things just didn't add up, yet there is a conclusion. So you can tell he had like a real outline. He knew where some stuff was going to go, but he still had to work on the middle kind of thing, and they just kind of slapped her together and released mm. it. Is that the last book that they have in terms of uh, notes from him? Uh, from what I read, there was just a ton of shit to do 
like lots of notes, lots of lots of material left. So who knows what'll be mm. coming out next? But I don't know. I don't know. If, so I ended up putting it back on the shelf. I didn't pick it up, even though it was like brand new condition. But I kind of I don't think I support from where a thrift store. Yeah. So I don't know if you're a fan. It depends how it's done. Like it's it's like you said, if the notes aren't completely there and then someone has to sort of speculate on which way to go. Um, not, obviously not go in the direction that the author had maybe possibly attended or intended for it to go. So, And this is Michael Crichton, so he goes in-depth on explanations. Yeah. So, Anyways, I thought that was interesting. I don't so. think I've actually read any of his books. Really? I know I don't own any. Really good. Really good. Well, so are my Anne Rice books, if you gave mm, them a chance. I don't think so. Actually, I almost picked up another copy of... Uh, I saw at the Valley V Squared, two days in a row, I've seen this Bram Stoker Dracula book that I don't have yet. I almost picked it up. I don't know. Looks like it hasn't been read. You don't have Dracula? No, I have Dracula, but this is just another version of it. You don't it. need it. You don't need it. I like the cover, though. You don't need it. I know I don't need I got, I just, I, I need to have it. I like to get a nice hardcover Dracula. Maybe a nice you old You don't have space. One. You don't have space. I would make space for that. You don't. You don't have any I'd, space. Would you get rid of the Anne Rice crap? No, but I got. Would you get rid of the Twilight? I've got multiples that I could maybe get rid of one. Maybe. Could you get rid of Twilight? No, I like the Twilight series. It's actually well done, book-wise. You're thinking of the movies are actual garbage. I admit that. Oh, but the books. The books are fun, and, w and one just right. they're a fun read. What's it called? They glitter or something? No. When they get turned on? No. They glitter? It's the translucentness of their skin uh, sort of glitters in the sunshine, which is why they don't really only oh. come out when it's cloudy sounds or, like, uh, nighttime. Yeah, sounds good. You know what? I will tell you the last book series I did read was uh, by an author named Jack White. And he did, uh, he wanted to retell the uh, Knights of the Round Table kind of story, King Arthur. But he wanted to do it as a historical drama. So he took the timeline way back to when the Romans were still in Britain. And, uh, like, man he goes into depth how you know uh, the roman legions worked and how they built roads and civilization and then the fall of the roman empire how that created you know the dark ages and how that created this uh, chaos in britain at which point you know possibly this king arthur thing would come along and uh, he really developed this historical almost textbook style of uh, storytelling of this history of King Arthur a couple generations back but leading into it and it was wild it was really good if you like historical drama even though it was fantasy and that was uh, a few books I've only read the King Arthur um, when I was a kid but obviously it was the, the made up story that we're all accustomed to 
Hmm. That'd be interesting. Is this Jack White from the White Stripes? Maybe it wasn't Jack White. His name is White. I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Jack White, but yeah, now that you say that, maybe I'm uh, I'm convolusing between a couple of different mediums. Was his cousin Jack Black? Pretty sure it was Jack White. Anyways, that's a great... Would Jack White and Jack Black ever get together or do an album? Call him Black on White? <sighs> or White on Black? Or would they call it Oreo Cookie? I'd buy that. Tell you the truth. They should call it Oreos. Just straight up Oreo. You need two blacks. No. Yeah. Just black and white. Well, then it's not an Oreo. Yeah, because that's the color combination of an Oreo. Black and white. Black, white, black. No, no. It's just the, this, the two colors used are black and white. So, yeah. You don't need to call it an Oreo at that point. You're confusing people by calling it an Oreo, thinking it's a sandwich with uh, something in the middle. Mm, yeah. No, I'm just going by the color combination of Oreo. Why was so, I, I going to say something about the iPhone? I don't. What were we just talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so I went and looked at the iPhone. Uh, we, My wife and I did the upgrade to the latest iOS on our iPhone 6s. A little, uh, little bit of lag minor leg uh, opening some things up and then she was having issues getting email delivered to her phone it, she'd have to do it manually <coughs> so she had me go look at the bell store <coughs> for the new iphone oh yeah i got one tiny thing wrong so let's just go buy a new 1200 dollars phone well she just wanted prices on it 1200 dollars. no not with a plan Okay. It was either two ninety nine or four forty nine. With a new bigger plan, you'd have to pay. Yeah, for unfortunately, it. we'd have to upgrade our plan because right now we're doing fifty a month. It would go up to seventy a month. All of your phones. Yeah. On the plan. It's crazy. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Do I have to? I'm, I might not be able to afford to go with an iPhone. Who's paying 70 plus a month? What's the matter to you? You're jetting around New York every weekend. What uh, difference does it One make? weekend, and that was the first time we ever gone. As soon as we start doing it multiple times a year, then you can start sit calling mm -hmm. it jet setting. Well, you kept saying uh, next time we're there. Yeah, in two years. All that. Mm, well. well, we're not going next year because we got the Mayan next year, and then. Uh, the Mayan? What? The Mayan Riviera. The Mayan Riviera. Oh, yeah, a.k.a. Mexico. So that's nothing uh, nothing to brag about. Well, it is when you're crying broke all the time to me. Oh, well, yeah. <sighs> Going for a wedding. We don't have a choice. It's one of those things. Oh, well, you don't have to go. Yeah. It's a family wedding. Mm, I don't yeah, know. I'm not, not going to say anything. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. I know. You would just disown, disown the family, and that's it. No. Nope. Then you don't have to go. This paperclip. All right. Well, um, so I want anyway, to I don't up. think we're going to do the iPhone. Good story. I want to pick up uh, where we left off last week. I talked about a big liquidation I did. So we'll get back to that uh, right after this. You got that time note there? No. You're supposed to not talk. 
so I can see on the list if I bother going back and putting this in. Yeah, you'll bother all right. Well, sometimes it's funny when I don't. It's never funny. Well, listening to it, it's not funny. It is funny when you pick a good one. Mm. We like hearing the voices of our friends on uh, online. I'd rather hear them in person. <sighs> okay, so. Or at the start of the show where they belong. Hey guys, Dean Lasagna here from Round 2 Gaming, and I wanted to quickly jump in to let you know about one of my favorite gaming podcasts, Block Talk. Miles, Chris, and Catherine put on a fantastic show for you each and every month, covering theme topics ranging from puzzle games and escape rooms to gaming aspirations and best of moments. Whether you're into video games or board games or card games, I guarantee you'll find that geek culture enjoyment you're looking for. Hilarious hosts, witty banter, top-notch quality, Flock Talk from the Flock of Nerds crew. Check them out on iTunes or head on over to www.cartridgeclub.org to join in the fun. So what did you spend your what did you sell? What were we talking about? Something you sold. Yeah, I ended up selling a whole whack of shit. Well, I had my trunk full of stuff from, like, geez, from the Barry Game Exchange. It was still full of leftovers from uh, my sale. What's the phrase that we used? I don't know. Nothing left, when nothing's left over again? What is it? What? When nothing is left over. Remember P1 brought all that shit, and mm -hmm. I got to your house, and I got one thing? Well, you got a good thing. I'm not complaining, because <laughs> it was nice of him to do it. You got a, it was great. Meat on the bone? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Meat on the bone. <laughs> Anyways, I and I had that stuff from the automotive flea market, those two NES consoles, which I cleaned up, and... And I got the 72-pin connectors cleaned up and tested. And oh, all those that. two Nintendos, yeah, yeah. So I put those on. I put one of them on Let Go, and uh, a guy responded saying, um, well, "Did he go for that?" I think yeah. It, it was interesting because he like I had a price for it, and he lowballed me on the price, and he said, "Would you take this? And would you deliver it to this place, which is like a half an hour away from me?" This makes no sense. Why would I do that? And then he ended up going through um, a couple of things in my history. And he said, you know what? I'll take this and this uh, if you'll come and deliver it to my house. And I said, well, you know, that's fine if we do all that. But you're going to have to give me some money for gas and all this. So we started throwing some money around. And finally we came to a, a good price. And he said, anything else you have... Um, I'm buying up as much as I can, so, you know, whatever you got, throw it in the trunk and bring it over. Well, okay, that sounds interesting. My trunk's full anyway, so I drive out there. Beautiful day, so I had a nice little country drive. This was out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know if I was going to get killed, you know, chopped up, fed to the dogs. Didn't know, but I show up, guy comes out. His uh, name on Let Go was Joe the Collector, and I had seen him on there before. He had some stuff. I browsed his stuff before in the past, and I just remember that name because the guy I work with, and his name was Joe the Collector. So he comes out. He goes, uh, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, uh, Joe. He's like, no, I'm Nick. What? Yeah, Nick. Well, who's Joe? Oh, it's just some other guy. I'm using his account. Oh, okay, whatever. Makes he likes the Nintendo stuff and the other stuff he wanted. 
looking through the trunk, he wants to give me money for everything in the trunk. So I had a whole bunch of uh, PS2 games and original Xbox games and uh, crappy N64 carts and Super Nintendo carts and just a whole whack of a whole bunch of things. And uh, he kept throwing money at me, so I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Uh, thank you very much, let's take it. So he took all the stuff and he invited me inside. We had a nice chat about what he's doing. I was, he's buying and selling, he's an eBay seller and uh, tips of the trade and all that. He gave me a couple gifts even. I'm like, that's cool, which I gave you one. That mm -hmm. was that uh, Blockbuster. Coke. Oh, right beside my Empire Strikes Back uh, mug or glass. Yeah, it was a Coke glass, but it was branded Blockbuster. Yeah. So I knew who would have to have Classic that. Classic Blockbuster. I'll take it. So I felt pretty good about the deal, let me tell you. I had some money in my pocket, and that trunk finally got cleared out. And that stuff had been sitting on other Let Go ads or Kijiji for a long time. A lot of tire kickers, but no one really... No one really... Uh, biting on it so this guy took the whole thing gave me some bread for it so i was quite happy sitting flush with cash on my drive back i see another ad on let go a playstation 4 for um 150 bucks i mean that's pretty good i've never seen them that low the lowest they go is around 250 i've seen two controllers no games, and uh, the guy says it was only used for Netflix. I don't know who buys a PS4 it only used for Netflix, but whatever. So I write him back, and this is, again, another drive to another end of the county. I'm like, how about I'll give you 140 and I can be there today, anytime today to pick it up. And the guy writes back, sure. How about this? Instead of you having to drive all the way out here, why don't I meet you halfway at a town in between our two towns? Like, that sounds fantastic. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. We work out a time and everything. And uh, I've been driving through the county, right? So I actually... What county is this? Simcoe County. So I actually, uh, I messaged him at one point and said, you know what? I happen to be like just 10 minutes away from where we were going to meet. Is there any way, you, you know, if, if you're able to leave earlier i can get this done right now if you want then he wrote back and said no sir i'm doing errands but i can meet at this time a little bit later like, all right fine i went to that town anyways they have a great hawk shop there that usually has pretty good prices on games and actually uh, i don't know if if it's just hawk shops in my area but all video games at these hawk shops are always 25 percent off their sticker price i don't know why they just don't have sticker prices that are already 25% off, but that's the way they do it. In fact, that's where I got that Vita game for you. And then gave you the, the steal. The $5 steal game that you charged me $10 for. No. The $30 game that I only charged you $10 for. No. Well, you didn't pay 30 bucks. So anyways, I'm meanwhile, I'm just stalling for time, right? This is a Saturday. I'm wasting my whole Saturday just lounging around, browsing around, spending time waiting for this deal to come through. Finally, the message comes from the guy, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. I'll see you there in 20. Like, Sounds great. Me too. I go to the meeting area. I'm waiting. 
just waiting, waiting. I sent him a message. Hey, I'm here. I'm by the. Uh, I'm in the southwest corner by the shipping container, ready to go. Still waiting. Still waiting. Waiting. The guy stood me up. I waited for over an hour. I messaged him again. Uh, is the deal off? What's what's going on? Nothing. No deal. Wasted that whole afternoon chasing that PlayStation wow. Four for nothing. That's shitty. It was such a great deal. It was such a great deal. Even though we had talked the week before, how much would I pay at that uh, used game store when the guy brought in a Xbox One? You're like, how much would you pay? And I was like, under that, I'd be like around 120. PS4, I was willing to go up to 140. Obviously, something happened. He got a better deal, and he said, "Screw this guy." But why not just send a message saying, mm, "Sorry, I changed my mind." He knew I was driving out of town to meet him. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it was. Someone got him a last-minute deal on it or something. Last-minute offer. But again, you weren't that. You didn't go that far under uh, what he was asking for, so I don't know what the issue was. No, I just went like one four. He wanted one fifty. I asked one forty. Yeah. So who cares? And uh, and like I said, we had communication all throughout the day. Unless he was just leading me along as a practical joke. But on the Let Go app, you can see when people actually read your messages. And every message after the one he said, I'm leaving in 10, 10 minutes that I sent to him, he never read any of them. So it's like he shut down his account. That console never said sold at any point. It just went dead. So that's I, almost this close to being a current gen owner. Didn't happen, though. Well, I'm sure you'll find a system at some point. Not for 140. No, hopefully less. Well, hopefully. I don't want to go higher than that. How about you come join the PS Vita Club like me? I'm thinking about getting the, uh, the 2000 model next and make that my playable one. Oh, yeah. Because you... You... You couldn't play the one you had. I'm playing it now. The game is just a story at the moment. It's been four hours of just the story. <laughs> it's a great story, though. No, it's ridiculous. This guy, this character shows... It. It's. They insinuate through talk how he uh, exposes his ding-dong to this uh, female cat, humanoid. And she gets all embarrassed and... It boggles my mind. strokes her uh, cat tail and then she... Cause He's fascinated by it, and that turns her on. And then they have, uh, they eat dinner at a table together. Uh, he goes into a sauna. Um, he uh, carries bags of rice. So far, it's it, if I can't promote this game anymore with that kind of uh, description, then but it was I don't four know hours of that. I four know, hours of reading. But it's riveting. Like I oh, am, I am. You were passed out. Well, one, it's on. Uh, it's later at night. It's ridiculous. But I'm like, I, I'm actually intrigued by the storyline. Oh. It's called Yutawara Rinomomo, <laughs> Mask of Deception. And obviously it's an Atlas that game. So you, you can't go wrong with Atlas. Yeah, obviously can. Anytime I've seen you play a handheld game, it's never held in your hand. It's on the desk because you don't need to actually no, play it. No, there's a reason why I don't want to... I like to hold my handheld games as little as possible because I don't want to get them 
scuffed or anything like that. No, but you don't like to play games on it either. You like to read these. But read no, because these. it. I this game has the option of you press the triangle and it automates the text and conversation so that you don't have to keep pressing the X button every time to switch to the next line. Yeah, but I'm saying why not play a game that actually is interactive? There's been one interactive part so far. It was a battle at the start, and it was a brief battle just to prove how weak my character is compared to this feline humanoid character and how strong she is. So there's that one battle, which is obviously a lead-up to how the other battles are going to be, which are turn-based, um, similar to like Final Fantasy Tactics, where it's a uh, grid-based uh, movement in terms of how many spaces you can move, and then you plan your attack, and you also have... There's the option of, uh, obviously, as you get material and, and armor and stuff, you can equip like any other RPG. It is awful. Why not play a driving game? Where there's something no, exciting going on. No, no, on. that's boring. How about some excitement? No, this bo- the, these games that you don't need to ha- hold it in your hand, where you just like push a few buttons like it's a keyboard and then let it go. That's no, that's not a video game. You move. You're pressing buttons and always moving. And it's a chess game. <laughs> then play chess. It is a chess game. Then play chess. But it, this is this is a version of chess. But you have to stay awake through chess. Yeah. What are you worried about? I would just like to see you play something fun. Maybe you'll find out you actually like video games if you play well, something fun. I am playing fun. something fun. I'm playing Just Cause 3 on the PlayStation 4. That's strictly an action-based game. Mm. I'm a champ at that. I'm a champ at this game. Hmm. Speaking of selling, though, I'm... Uh, yep. I'm jumping in. Go ahead. Um, maybe I need to, I'll need your help when I uh, find where I've hidden all my Nintendo DS's that you just had to have yeah well I'm going to keep one I, I know where my 101 is so that one I'm keeping 101 a DS 101 what is that DSP one whatever it the is the DSP yeah you know the one DSP Nintendo SP DS 101, the backlit one? You know what I'm talking about. Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Same thing. It's all the same family of Nintendo handhelds. I know where that one is, so I'm keeping that. My two boxed uh, DS and DS... My DS lights. My DS light and my DSi that are boxed I'm keeping. That you won't ever take out? No, because they're mint. And then my three DSi XLs. I'm going to keep those three for now. But all my smaller ones, like my GBAs and uh, whatnot, I think I'm just going to sell all those in a bundle package and maybe throw some uh, GBA games in there and DSs that I don't want and do a bundle lot. Sounds good. You should keep a DS Lite, though. Which one's that? No, I do have a DS Lite. One that you will play. Which one's the DS lights? Uh, you know, it opens and it has a slot for the Game no, Boy. No, but is Advance. that the dual one, Game Boy and DS? Yeah, that's the one. You should keep one of those to play your advanced games. Oh, I got that big fat blue one. I want to get rid of. 
That's that one I first got. I don't know if I have another one. Hmm. I don't care if it's multiple in the same system, to be honest with you. Because honestly, I'll probably never play it. What a piece of work. I hate my collection. <laughs> I really do. I sit at my chair and look at my shelf, and I hate it. That is not true. You're just saying that for No, dramatics. I'm being serious. No, you're not being serious. I really do hate it. Cause then I, why can't... There's bags. I'm looking at bags of shit you just bought to add to that, those shelves. No, you're look. What was there? Look at the latest pickup video. You keep piling on. So don't tell me you hate it, because you keep piling on. Well, those were all small ones, though. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of game playing, we did uh, plug in the SNES Mini Classic. You did. Yeah, I did. Then I never got a chance to touch it. Well, you were CSDing, so mm. you missed out. I played uh, some Cartridge Club Game of the Month, Super Castlevania Four. I finished that already. Yeah, you were a big player in that, apparently, growing up. Uh, what do you mean? I finished that... Uh it was either this year or last year. Oh, you did? On what? the Super Nintendo. When? How? Wait, did I play in the Super Nintendo? No. What did I play on? You didn't. How could you have? I played it on the Super Nintendo last year. Where? At home. No. You don't have your Super Nintendo out to play Not on. anymore. I did when I first got it. And then I put it away. Anyway, go ahead. Good times. I was having good times. Save Staten like a madman. Oh, I know. Save Staten and rewinding. I'm doing it all. I got to the... F I think I got to like the third boss without, within like an hour. Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, it seemed... I thought it'd be a lot harder than what it was. It seemed very casual the first few levels, so yeah, I was really happy with that. But I thought we'd talk about quickly... Um, a lot of people got their Super Nintendo Classic very easily, right? The talk is how everyone got their stock. They were handed out, you know, like you were in line, but you were handed a ticket and all that, so there was no madness. Right. But uh, we did hear a couple of stories, some war stories, where people feel they got, uh, it was chaos for no reason. Well, I mainly heard that but it was mostly through people on the American side. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, like nobody I know personally, but some mostly through people I follow and, you know, on YouTube and Twitter. Um, there's some stories like, took four hours, but we finally got one, had to go to multiple stores kind of thing. Mm, yeah, sure, there's some of that. Well, I want to give major props to uh, Lotus Start. Our friend who, uh, he stayed out well, all he's, night on. long. He's my friend mm. through Transformers and Beer Podcast. He may have started as your friend, but you ignore him in all the comments. So he's now my no, friend. No, no, I don't ignore him. I'm taking I am a just, friend. I'm, I'm spread out so thin well, that <laughs> I don't have time to get to everything right away. I do eventually... But, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate Lotus Stark. And, and uh, one, he's got a great YouTube channel, so check that out. And, uh, yeah, well, between you and Adam, you guys answer his responses. Take care of your friends for you so you don't have to. 
that's okay. I appreciate him. Anyways, props to Lotus. He he did, he missed out on the NES Classic, so he wasn't taking any chances for this one. And the guy actually got into, I, I can't say line because there was no line, stood in front of the door of whatever store he was at the night before and went all night throughout the night by himself in front of that uh, store. Mm. I guess some people came really early in the morning, but he ended up getting one, so good on him for uh, doing it. And he kept everyone apprised on, uh, I guess, on Instagram and uh, on the forums at the Cartridge Club. See, I would I would have done something similar to that if I could get permission. Uh, you would never do that. And you would never awake, awaken to get it once the door's open. People would just be walking past you, and there's Joe, mouth agape. Right? No, so I would have done it. I, I was out today, actually. Um, I had to get my passport renewed, so I did quite a bit of traveling through a lack of preparation in terms of finding out where to go. And in my travels, I hit up, uh, I was at Walmart, so I checked out their video game system area. You're, um, you're sending my SNES. Uh, no, we're coming back there. Segment a counter. Um, I just I'm taking a left turn asunder, coming around the block, and then when I come back, okay. I'll pick you up and we'll continue with your story. All right. So no new SNES is there. I have heard that some have been appearing because a coworker of us of ours picked one up just recently. Who? My my buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm not going to start saying names. I never heard this. His name starts with a G. G. No, J. Sorry. <laughs> it's, uh... Sorry. You can spell it different ways, I guess. Beats me. Yeah, you know, your buddy J. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he just got one. So anyway, uh, Walmart, nothing. Though I was looking at maybe possibly getting some extra controllers... Because uh, my buddy M picked up uh, the Hori Super Nintendo uh, wireless controller. Yeah. I think it's wireless. Um, so, yeah, nothing there. And I was also looking for some maybe loose Vita games by chance. Nothing. Went to EB Games. Uh, saw part two of the uh, Atlas game that I'm playing right now. Again, that's Yutawani Romo Momo. Uh, Mask of Deception, and then the second one's Mask of Truth. Um, but the, it's fifty-four bucks, so I, I wish it would. These JRPGs don't come down in price. Uh, so yeah, no Super Nintendos there. And then I hit up a couple. Um, I was going to go to another game store, but I ran out of time. So yeah, I'm on the hunt for my second SNES. Why? Class. One is not to be touched oh. because it gets wrecked when you play it. I've told you this. This is so stupid. That's not stupid. That's a little bit stupid. No, why? We got people in the community that buy multiples, but you don't call them stupid. <laughs> Who's buying multiples? I got one that's keeping mint and one that I want to play that I can carry around in a little mini case and bring it to like. You'll never do that. A friend's that. house or you'll to never here do or that. there. You'll never do that. You won't even play the second one because you'll be too OCD about the second one once you take it out of its package. You'll look at it and go, oh, this is way too nice. 
No, the second one's meant to be played. Yeah, okay. Anyway, all right, I'm back around the block. I just pulled over to the curb. I picked you up. You can continue with your story. Well, there was one other guy we work with, not named Jay, who... Name uh, starts with Jay. I don't know anyone named Jay. Jer. Jer. <laughs> your buddy. Jeremiah? Your buddy. Anyways, uh, he got in line the day of launch. Um... I don't know what kind of store it was. Who's this, Tintin? Yeah. He got in line, and they never gave out cards to say your number whatever. They just opened up the door. And people started going through the door, but to get to where the they were handing out the stuff was up the stairs or something. Well, the store was up some certain amount of stairs, and you had to go around a corner. At that point, people started bolting. Because no one knew how many units the store had. So he found himself in a full sprint to get to the area oh, yeah, yeah. where they were handing out the stuff. So it was there were, There was some chaos like that happening out there. I can't imagine having to go through that. If that happened with me, I'd just turn around and walk back to the car. What store is this? I am not sprinting. I do not sprint. What store is this? My legs are too short. What store is this? Was this EB? I don't know. Was it? Was it Best Buy? I don't know. Maybe it was like in a mall or something where you had to go into the store up the stairs or something. Yeah. I don't know. You think as soon as people start bolting and, and pushing us, there'd be like uh, uh, some looting would start going on. It's just crazy. All they had to do was hand out the cards, which yeah. is great. Uh, you know, why isn't everyone doing it? But you know what I mean? Like you're running all these, this mob is running past all these uh, store displays and stuff is could easily be uh, pilfered and mm -hmm. how would the cameras even catch it right like displays being knocked over I would have loved seen some uh, be some like a Black Friday thing yeah it was wild that stuff's not supposed to happen in Canada the bolting we're supposed to be uh, casual super casual well about. if the stores weren't uh, retired and uh, did it properly hmm I don't know if you're supposed to be saying that what People don't like that word anymore. What word? You know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Do we have time to run through what we've been watching? We got five minutes. Woof. Hmm. All right. So that doesn't mean stop. We watched <laughs> Star Trek. The latest Star Trek of uh, Discovery. Um, yeah, I got you caught up in it. I liked it for the most part, except... I don't. I don't know. I like. It's interesting the new way that they can travel faster than warp drive. Yeah, they had brought forth uh, some really cool science fictiony science fiction, which is so cool to to see or hear nowadays in today's you know world of just rehashing shit. They came up with a new scientific, a uh, science fictiony science fiction which I thought was great. Episode 3 was really good for me. It was yeah. I thought it was really well produced. It looks so amazing as well. It's really the production value is off the hook. I think they need to It's nice that they started focusing on that. Maybe they could have gone in a bit more in depth or taken a bit longer to find out this means of travel that they've been working on. Well, but yeah. um I, the real key point is 
them now getting in depth and continuing character development with their cast of characters. Well, like episode one and two was kind of like a, a clown show a bit. It was pretty cheap. They their reasoning made no sense, and they cut corners in story. I felt, but it still looked good. It was still exciting. Episode three was like, oh, this is where the series really starts, and it seemed to be serious. And it this is the way it is. Laid everything out, and then episode four came along, and we got back to cheapness. And why would someone do that? Why is this happening? No one would really do that. Come on. What's going on here? So a lot of cheapness happened in episode four. Still looks great, but I really hate that when they get cheap, especially in Star Trek, because what we've, what we're used to with Star Trek is if you're going to come up with something science fiction-y, there's usually a textbook of data in behind it to explain how everything works, and it seems like they're uh, cheapening out on that. However, I wonder if any of the original writers are contributing in any way. You know the main writers for uh, Next Generation and whatnot? I forget what their names were. They didn't just do Next Generation, but they've been somehow attached to the Star Trek series, either through movie or TV franchise. Yeah. Like, who's that guy that writes all their books? That yeah, Michael, Michael Ojiga or Ojiga? Oji? I don't think people like that word. Well, that's the guy. He's, he's the guy. He's written all the encyclopedias. No, it's not, I, it's not the name I'm thinking of. I think his name starts with Scott or something. Shit. I don't know. He's been... Rick Bergman? Rick Berman. That's one of the guys. Yeah. Rick Berman, right? Yeah. I, I haven't been checking the credits, so I don't know if... It'd be nice I to see think, if there are anything no. attached. Even like as a... Not as a primary writer or whatever, but maybe, you know as an EP or something okay. a consultant well, yeah. however we've been loving Orville though right every episode is just as good as we I'm can I'm more Discovery than Orville fan what well because I'm more all about the seriousness I prefer to have a serious dark what Star Trek but than, uh, Orville's been pretty serious too they've like taken on cultural stuff and political yeah, conversation touched. as well as well, adding I, a little bit of wit and humor in every episode but it's not up to the snuff that I, I like my Star Trek to be. Oh, this is new. Oh, what? You were loving it before. It is, it is well done, but I'm contrary. saying between the two, I prefer Discovery. Yeah, but Discovery's been pretty aloof, is what I've been saying. Well, they're only four episodes in. Like, someone's not just going to... They're four gonna, episodes in. Someone's not just going to take a force field down with a crazy man-eating animal on the other side of it and go, well, time to deal with this. That's not what she did. Yeah. And don't give spoilers. It's not a spoiler, but it was ridiculous. It was a spoiler if you haven't watched it. Was it was ridiculous and cheap. And, and you know, like, what did we uh, what did we watch where we, we learnt about uh, rules in cinema? Was it the Spielberg documentary? No, it was the James Cameron uh, interview we watched uh, where he was talking about laying out the uh, future of the Terminator series. Him and the Deadpool director, remember, yeah. had that talk? And James Cameron got into story development and character development, and he said a lot of things I've said for years, how you create a set of rules, and you have to follow those rules. And nobody does that anymore. 
they'll create a world and then they just don't know how to uh, make things work in it, so they just ex machina their way through it and cheapen it, go outside the rules. Um, what was wrong with ex machina? That was a good movie. No, the ex machina refers to when a director paints himself into the corner and so he just has someone appear randomly without. Yeah, but that's in the case when the director that isn't attached to the movie as directly as like a James Cameron would be to like a Terminator franchise or to the Avatar franchise where it's his baby from start to end and he's got a clear image of how it's going to start and finish. What? What? Yeah. What's that got to do with anything? I just blew your mind. What's that got to do with anything? I'm showing you the difference. What difference? Well, Any director you listening? A, no. Any director should have the same... Yeah, but I'm saying... a. Cameron is essentially the original. He's he's God to the Terminator franchise or to the Avatar franchise in, in the sense that it was his baby and his vision from the start. It was his creation. So mm-hmm. he has an idea and probably always had of where he'd like to see it go if it was to continue on in a certain direction. Whereas some directors are just... They're not the writers, they're not the creators, they're not anything. They're just mm. like, here's $2 million, come in and direct this movie for us. Uh, okay. And then they then they read the script, and then they decide, all right, uh, yeah, this guy has it written this way or that way, but I, I, I'm going to take it in that direction, but maybe do it this way or this. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, four in the morning. And we're discussing film theory. Anyways, that was a really good chat. Uh, James Cameron's been has been appearing quite a bit on YouTube, and uh, promotion of uh, Terminator Two came out in a 3D release, so he did a lot of chats on that. And he's doing a lot of talk up because he is uh, relaunching the Terminator series with another, hopefully, three movies. They have to hit at the box office to get greenlit all the way. And, uh, man, it, it sounds really, really compelling. It sounds like it's going to be interesting. And I found it really interesting that he said, they obviously asked him, how does this play into those sequels that just happened within the last 10 years? And he's like, we're just going to pretend those didn't happen, and that was a bad dream. And we're going to continue from T2 onward. And the crowd went crazy. So that was really good. And it's in, it, he's never outwardly panned those sequels. And some of them he's actually said were decent. But now he's totally changed his tune and is being honest and saying, those didn't happen. It's a bad dream. Let's move forward from T2. And uh, I also alluded to the Spielberg documentary we watched on HBO, which I thought was really good. HBO documentary went through his entire career. You yeah, were, I remember. Okay. Why are you asking me like a question? I don't know. You're drifting away. Well, Much like during that documentary, you were with me for the first because two-thirds of it. And well, then, the first, honestly, the first half was the most interesting part. As soon as they got into the more uh, present of what he's done, it just seemed to be like the interviews that are their voice clips that they were taking from people that they asked about him or whatever were the standard 
the standard comments or replies that they would do present day in terms of what are you doing? I'm talking. Okay, go ahead. Uh, of like, you know, oh, he's, oh, he's the greatest, blah, 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 blah. Whereas the first half of this documentary or show was they delved from the very start, like him as a kid growing up Jewish and what his life was like and, uh, you know, his first start. And then his, they delved into his television start. You know, he did the movie, uh, TV movie, The Week Duel that a lot of people loved. Um, yeah how his relationship with his father, um, mm -hmm. he used his movies to sort of display his frustration with that. And, mm -hmm. you know, he used it as, like you said, his, uh, his, uh, his movies were his shrink, where he, he used them to help cope with, you know, any sort of issues he was having, you know, divorce or, you know, his relationship with his father or, you know, growing up Jewish and how he was ashamed of it kind of thing. So to me, that was the most interesting part. And then as soon as they delved into any of the later stuff, it was just like, well, you know, you sort of heard that more often than you have the earlier stuff. So that's why I found the first half the most interesting. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> he goes from uh, having to prove himself as a director to then he's proven as a money-making director. Now he has to prove himself as more than just a... A schlock director that more than a hit yeah maker. more than a big a blockbuster director he has to prove he can do you know the stuff with heart as well so you know, great documentary look for it on hbo mm, last man on earth started back up again quietly there didn't seem to be any kind of promotion for it you know i love that show you know what that means <laughs> on its way out let's hope not uh i'm they loving it Still good. They had a cameo off the beginning that I thought was going to be amazing to have this guy and uh, something happen. But uh, it was good. You're not watching it for some reason. No, I've given up. I think I, I – what season are they on? I don't know. But I think Still I got good. through the third – up to the third season I got through. I don't know how you can't keep watching. It's like every – time i see it on the pvr it's like a nice little chocolatey morsel to to enjoy to allow it to melt in my mouth to Ugh. its caramely yeah. goodness i'm gonna throw up in my much mouth. like the finally the return of curb your enthusiasm after a six-year break uh, six year well, eight year i think it's six it's year like break. jennifer lopez we thought we were finally done with her and then she came back with american idol well i love i thought i was done with this old fart no and now he's back i love it I love it. Curb your enthusiasm. Nope. Back with Larry David and the entire how, crew. How can you tolerate like his OCD and affects are infuriating to me. But you can tolerate his, but my little quirks drive you bonkers. Yeah, I gotta I gotta live with you. What does that mean? I can just so? ma I can just laugh at Larry. That's the whole point, Larry David. He's got he's got the fu money, so he's got the swagger. He can do what he wants, says what he wants, gets himself in trouble. But the whole gang is back. It's like they haven't left. They haven't missed any beats. It's all good. Ugh. All right. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, continue with uh, the Andrew Dice Clay show. 
I got to uh. keep recommending it, people. Just give it a try. And I gave the Inhumans premiere a little bit of a chance. I caught, I think, the last 40 minutes of... No, no. Was it a two-hour premiere or one hour? I don't know. I caught, like, the back half of the premiere. And it's it's pretty bad. Pretty, pretty... I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to start watching Gifted. Gifted actually and, looks uh, good. I, I don't will, know. I will give you my review on it next show. Inhumans, man, it is like, you can tell they only built four sets, because you only see those four sets over and over again. And uh, from the promos, you know they have that Medusa character with the hair, right? And they have that, you didn't like the look of this dog, this giant dog. It's a giant bulldog. But watching the, watching the show, I'm like... You know, the, the hair is act, it's actually pretty cool. I really like seeing it. And you know what? The dog is cool, too. They're the two cool things I liked in that show. And those two cool things, they shaved off her head right away, so that was gone. And then they knocked the dog off right away as well. So he was gone. And their big guy that's in charge, like the big head honcho, uh, I'm not, I don't know these characters, to be honest with you. But can I be honest with you? If you want to be honest. If I'm going to be honest. I knew Medusa from the, my Spider-Man comics. I remember a famous cover where uh, where she's on the cover and she has Spider-Man all tangled up in her hair. That's the extent I knew about her. This head honcho guy that's in charge, that's her husband. Um, I guess his ability is... Is, it, is he the one that sneezes? Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is utterly ridiculous, this show. It's so terrible. If he opens his mouth to say something... Like this shockwave, incredible power comes out and destroys, and it kind of like Cyclops when he takes his visor off, right? So this guy's character, he can't open his mouth. He's got to be extremely disciplined not to say anything or sneeze, like you said, or open his mouth. And that kind of uh, uh, character portray to portray... You know, obviously you need some heavy acting chops not to use any kind of dialogue. And this guy just, it, it's just awful most of the time. It just looks like he has a giant egg in his mouth or something that he can't swallow. And So how does it communicate? You know how Kevin Smith uh, has to do, his silent bob is all terrible mugging to the camera? It's a lot of that. Mm. Or uh, that's how it came across to me. A lot of eyebrows and only a certain kind of actor i think can pull that off well then thank you for saving me the time of having to watch even one episode of that unfortunately well, the word was that this show got canceled even before the premiere premiere mm. i heard gifted is doing good so i'm looking forward to giving that a shot after i'm done uh we got three more episodes i think of ozark to get through and then oh. i'll check out uh I will check out Gifted, but um, oh, we're, getting the, we're getting the high sign. We're getting the red lights flashing. Oh. Well, next week we can talk about uh, I subscribed to a streaming service. We'll break that news next week. Why would you do that? We'll talk about it next week. You paid money for that? Let's tell people who we, we are. foolishly paid money for a streaming service. Let's tell service. people who we are. Outrageous. Jim? Go ahead. What? Tell people who we are. Who cares now? It's what we do at the end. I don't even have the script. I haven't pulled it up, so. What is with your ethic lately towards this show? Um, 
Mm. I'm trying to bring it back to how it was, where it's just us talking and none of this bullshit yeah, but fakeness. Pe- no, but people have to know what they've listened to and where to what find it. What do they click on? That it's just what you do. Mm. Well, I know if you guys want to, you can check out uh, our pickup videos, youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. You can listen to us on iTunes under STC Pod, I think. I don't remember what we're on now. Where's your script? It's not pulled up. Too late. Every Friday. And every, every Friday, we've got new audio episodes. You can go to cartridgeclub.org where you can find uh, not only our stuff, but other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community. There's forums there. You can talk about video games. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Well, you could go to our forums and talk about this very episode. Yeah. What you thought of Inhumans. Or explain to me what that dude's power is and what the dog is. It's reverse gas coming out of his mouth instead of Zanus. Reverse. Hmm. As well, if you want to buy some uh, T-shirts, mugs, pillows, curtains, tapestry, wall art, cell phone holders, notebooks, all that stuff, go to Public. Search for STC Pod and you'll find a whole bunch of designs there. If you want to wear the tightest and coolest T-shirts... Buy our stuff. But it's not just STC branded stuff there. There's also, uh, I put up a whole bunch of vintage advertising mm. uh, video game stuff that look pretty cool. Did on, you promote uh, it? I, like on what? On the on the Twitter? Well, the I don't want to spam too much. I don't like spamming. So mm. if they're listening to this, maybe check it out. And uh, Well, I'm going to admit that I enjoyed this episode a lot more than our last couple episodes. It was a lot less fake. Well, maybe you will actually listen to this and edit it then. It was a lot less... Uh, uh, there's a lot less Donald Trump speak coming from your lips. This is the bill that I prefer. People love when I say stuff is beautiful no. and soft and lovely, no. and they wanted it thrown to them. Rip that paper up. Anyway, I'm saying... I- enjoyed this episode this is the bill i like to talk to not the trump bill you don't know what you're talking about i know all right all right post it and post it